Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller for the evening. As a real quick announcement, up top we're extending the current competition to help overpower my players in the next Exalted campaign until the 23rd of May, as that is our new start date. Information for that will be in the description. On this episode, the girls seal a deal with something more terrifying than anything they've ever faced. A lawyer. Also, they meet an old friend. And over in the Midwest, the boys learn about the Joneses' dark past and get help to win an upcoming competition. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, Friendly Neighborhood Exalts, Episode 25, Five Nights at the Joneses. So, if you're writing a book, imagine that a very large city is going to be in a very, like, disastrous circumstance and you need to evacuate the city all of a sudden. How would you, as an author, write that into your story? She thinks about it for a moment. And you can see, like, this homely-looking uh, Midwestern uh, lady kind of suddenly goes into, like, this deep, deep thought that uh, is very unstereotypical. And as it, she thinks about it, she kind of looks you dead in the eyes and goes... Well then, uh, what what kind of uh, what kind of resources are we talking about? Like, well, what what what's my limitations here? Ceiling's pretty high. Well, if we're talking about something in, say, a uh, a criminal novel or like a like a political thriller, I'd say, well, you threaten the city with some kind of major attack. Uh, not 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 like a single building falling down. Now you hear, but like you gotta like. Uh, what what's his name? Uh, he had that. He made that great movie with Morgan Freeman, and they had to save the town from the nuke. Uh, it was the sum of all fears. He had had uh, uh Benjamin Affleck in it. That's how that I'd do uh, it. Okay, have you? Uh, is Luth Mom big on like supernatural thrillers, or is it almost all based in reality? You know that she writes stuff that's based in reality. Um, what if it was more like uh, what if it was more like supernatural in origin? Like there were less restrictions on what reality would allow. Ooh, ooh, ah. Uh, I know that's not really your cup of tea, but my mind wanders to weird places. No. Would you mind if I grabbed your your father in on this one? Oh, uh, if you can wrench him away from his work, I wouldn't want to disturb him. She uh, she she nods and then walks right over to the uh, the basement door, opens it up. Chris! Christopher! Get up here! Your son's here! He has a question! Uh, after a little bit, uh, your dad comes up with flakes of wax uh, in his hair, uh, but still looking exactly the same. Uh, so uh, both of them are there, and he, uh, your dad looks to you and your buddy, just like, oh, I'm trying to think of how to, how to do the Midwest accent, but more masculine than just my own voice. Ned Flanders. Oh, well, hi there, Liv. How are you doing today? Doing all right, Pa. How are you? Good to see you. Oh, you know, I was just working on that there uh, Fred Krueger bus that I got going on. You know, it's been real, real hard work. So, uh, what, what am I? What, what are we? Uh, what are we talking about? Your mother? It's me. Yeah, Lenny almost knocked the block off of your uh, Jason statue when he walked in. Oh, that really there. Good. Oh, did it spook you? I guess I should. It did you. It's yeah. fine. It's there to. It's there to. Keep, it's there to keep the criminals from coming in. But uh, I was running a story idea past Ma, and I wanted to get your uh, input on it. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm here for this. So you tell him the uh, the same thing. Right. Hmm. Well, then that there's a doozy of a. That there's a doozy of a question. How would you? Eva- well, like, what kind of city is it? Is it like a? Is it like a city on an island? Is it a city? Because you know that's going to bring up. It's like a, it's like a city next to a river. High population. Okay, but if we're talking about a river, then are we talking about like like the Mississippi River? Are we talking about like uh, because you know some of them rivers are a lot bigger than others. You know, because I'm living there, it's probably just me thinking about New York. So you can probably go ahead and base it off of New York if that helps you think easier. Oh yeah, now that that does help us think easier. Uh, now are we talking about like uh, like like Brooklyn, like Queens, or are we talking about like uh, like that there Manhattan? Brendan, help me out here. I don't speak Bro- New York. Brooklyn and Queens are on Staten Island. I don't know the breeds of New York. 
<laughs> it's fine. Uh, Manhattan is actually on the mainland. Uh, and then there's the Brooklyn Bridge that connects the both of them. So we should probably be evacuating Manhattan then, right? You guys should be evacuating Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn, let's say. That'll work. Oh, well, mm, mm. and you got to try and get get everybody out of Brooklyn. Well, well, if if the other island isn't an option, uh, if not the other, if the rest of the island isn't an option, if they couldn't go up to Queens or whatever or what have you, you'd have to get everyone across the Brooklyn Bridge real quick. Like now there's a bunch of. I, I am like trying so hard. Like, I I'm, hear it. I hear I'm it. Trying so hard not to just. As soon as I say Brooklyn, my brain switches. I hear New York knocking on, on the door. Knock, knock. Open up the door. What's real? would it have been if you were just rolling those three oh well now you're rolling eight you're rolling almost as much I, as me. my social is built into lying because she's a gambler makes sense unfortunately you're not lying hold on i'm checking to see if i have any bullshit you can also spend a willpower to uh get an auto success if you want i wish this was subterfuge so i could use honeyed tongue i'm just i okay i don't think i have anything for it i just wanted to see if i did or not Okay, yay! That's that's not bad at all. Five successes, that's fucking fantastic, actually. Considering your argument for a moment there, uh, Francesca sips her tea and turns to Marcy with a smile and goes, Marcy, darling, did I ever tell you that you make the most fantastic teas this side of New York? You should open your, up your own cafe. It helps that I know what you like. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Uh, now, uh, Cassandra, as far as the alliance with my people, uh, I will push it through to my higher-ups. I cannot guarantee anything, but as far as myself goes, you if what you're saying is true, um, I will do my best to make sure that when the time comes, we are ready to help defend humanity from the things that go bump in the night. That is what's the order of reason the technocracy is here for. I, I will be up front with you. I am going to go and speak to other um, supernatural beings to see who we can get on our side because it's going to take a lot to take this thing down, even a peg. We're going to try and clear the area out so that it can't sit and just you know, absorb everybody and just wantonly murder people. But it's gonna take a lot, and we don't have a lot of time. Yes, well, we can... At the very least, I can maybe help out with trying to evacuate Brooklyn. Assuming that you all cannot come up with a better plan than uh, what the technocracy can do. Uh, I think the boy said they were going to look into something, but... Well, yeah, then, then if you trust them, then you trust them. We will have something uh, on the back burner just in case uh, Marcy gives the word. Uh, basically what this means is that if the guys can't pull off some kind of Brooklyn-defying, like, get everyone out of their plan... um. The technocracy will be able to get a good amount of people out, but not enough to stop Zemisi from, like, having some health potions. Even if we can just reduce that number, that's better than nothing. Exactly. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, we're just kind of trying to do what we can. And then we can worry about the technocracy and how they feel about us later once, you know... A whole city and possibly humanity as we know it isn't at threat here. Well, I mean, besides your uh, blatant disrespect for the space-time continuum, which I will admit in looking over a few other files, uh, you're the very least offender compared to some of the other uh, reality deviants that we deal with. Did you know that there's a... Says a man on record in over in uh, working over in Salem who is literally going back and forth to Rome because he wants the weed there. That's a lot. In a in a Volkswagen in a Volkswagen bus, no less. 
I hate you, Brendan. <laughs> I don't actually, but I also do. You doing a a, a a quick hop back 30 seconds to five minutes? Not that big of a deal, but I kind of took it personally. I do apologize. I had my reasons. She helped save us multiple times with that, as far as I was told. We'll have to uh, speak on the exact nature of your group's reality deviancy once this problem is over. Maybe uh, maybe once, uh, once you all save New York, you could, uh, you could help me with another pet project down south. That sounds reasonable. Uh, one of those situations of you help out us and everything and we can do something for you probably. Yes, Phil, we're having a little bit of a trouble with a uh, with a very nasty reality deviant down south. He runs a cl- runs a group of clubs down in New York, New Orleans. I uh, believes he's descended from a god of some kind. Goes by the name of Crawdaddy. <laughs> I Christina is internally sighing. <laughs> So if we can come out of this, maybe another time uh, I could convince you all to go down there and help me out with that little problem, yes? That seems reasonable. You know, I hear that that area has some really good donuts. Um, so I think I'd be down for that. I'm sure we can convince uh, Lenny to go down there. And um, I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I'm sure we can convince Liv to do it too. Convincing Lenny will be the easy part. Liv might be a little tougher to convince. Yeah, well, depending on where it's at, if it's got some kind of spiritual connection, I'm sure he'd enjoy going down there. Maybe maybe they have good coffee. Oh, well, you know, New Orleans is very, very haunted, so I'm sure that your friend could be very interested in it. I'm sure I can sell him on that. Yeah, anyway, I have some reports to write up considering these things to submit to my superiors. Hopefully I can slip it through the red tape that is the bureaucracy of the New World Order and we can have everything ready to go in time for y'all's big plan. We'll keep you in touch on exactly when that's going to be. We have a time frame of when this thing is going to happen, whether we're ready or not. I'm thinking it would be better to hit it while it's sleeping. Maybe catch it by surprise a little bit. Okay, then. Well, if you had to evacuate Brooklyn right quick, then I suppose the best way would be to get people on the ferries real quick. Yeah, uh, because because yeah. the moment that traffic starts getting bad on the Brooklyn Bridge or in the in one of the tunnels, things could get real bad. Uh, but do you mean like something that like spooks people to get out? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, something to spook them. Okay, well, if uh. If there isn't a limit on what could be done. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I've, I've got an idea. Uh, and your dad pulls out a smartphone and looks up the tallest building in Brooklyn. Uh, so your dad uh, uh, shows you on his phone a picture of Brooklyn Point. Uh, it is a large uh, building um, that is about 720 feet tall. So it's pretty fucking tall. It's not Empire State Building tall, but it's pretty damn tall. Yeah. Um, you've seen this building before a couple times, just kind of passing by, and your dad just kind of goes, I, personally, I put that there, uh, I have Sauron on top of that, that'd spook a bunch of, a bunch of them city folk, don't you think? I love Lord of the Rings, that's a good idea. Your mother also chimes in, oh, or, or if that there's no, no, uh, restrictions, you could, uh, Oh, what's that guy's name? I can't remember. I can't remember the guy who's in the suit all the time. But we used to love him when he when we were little. He was he was in a film from uh, from Japan. Oh yeah, you could get uh, one of them uh, one of them one of them guys in the in the big suits from the Toho movies, like the Ultraman. Uh, your dad kind of uh, looks to looks to your mom and is just like, oh yeah, dear, you're thinking of them there uh, Tokusatsu uh, 
uh, films. Oh yeah, yeah, those were those were pretty good back in the day. Now they're just kind of. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for how worldly Liv's parents were. Well, if he sits and does wax sculptures of like, oh, there's probably <laughs> so much research done to like guys in suits breaking buildings. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. Don't we? Uh, we uh, we we, we stopped watching them. Uh, we, we we stopped watching them giant monster movies after uh after Matthew Broderick starred in starred in one of them. It just wasn't the same. What the fuck? <laughs> You know what I bet Liv's parents do for their spare time? Because they go to trivia nights. Now, was there anything else that we could help you with, dear? Well, Lenny, you think we, uh... You want to maybe, like, stay a day or two? See what's around town? Oh, yeah. Do y'all know where any Jotun are? Liv just kind of blinks a couple times. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, uh, Le- uh Lenny's, uh, not Lenny, uh, Liv's dad spells it out for you, and it looks exactly the same. Do you mean this, this, this here word, do you mean this word, son? I don't know. L- Liv, is that the word I mean? Yo, yeah. Sir? Oh, no, 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 sirree, we don't know any frost giants around here, but, uh, we did have a guy come by with some buds, uh, buds a little while back, uh, who was going by that name, said he needed us to, uh, make some sculptures for him. Oh, uh... His his buddies, uh, it was two buddies, right? Did they drive a really cool car? Well, now, I wouldn't exactly call a beat-up-looking Honda Civic a really cool car. It certainly wasn't a, uh, it certainly wasn't a Toyota Skyline, you know? He wasn't going around the drift practices there, eh? <laughs> Dude, I bet Liv's dad has, like, a Maserati in his garage or something. Built himself. Oh, you know, mechanics is my hobby. So, yeah, I know those guys. They, uh, huh. They're the guys that hired us to rob that museum, Liv. Your <laughs> parents stare at you. Yes, yes, that sounds good and all. Uh, so what other uh, night societies are you planning to bring in on this plan? Well, uh, we we have some friends that I'm not really sure how we're going to contact them. They kind of travel around. We only really met them once. Uh, got some things from them. We might be able to talk to them. And there's a group, um, uh, we got word that there's, uh, some vampires somewhere that we want to speak to. A couple different groups, actually. Uh, and just a lot of different supernaturals. Way to avoid the question. <laughs> uh, demons, vampires, werewolves, probably some ghosts. Uh, I'm going to go and talk to a lot of people. Marcy and I are going to go talk to a lot of people. All right, Phil, I might suggest that you uh, get the cat off the fucking table. Fucking Harper, get off of there. You leave my cat alone. I I would suggest that you uh you you pick and choose whether you're going to uh whether you're going to uh Harper don't touch the fucking sewing machine god damn it <laughs> It's like actually having a cat because it's actually a cat. Well, Marcy's cat's name is Harper now. <laughs> Cannon. Cannon. Yes, well, I believe that if you're going to deal with uh, either the, uh, the shapeshifters or the, the leashes, you should pick one or the other. They do not get along at all. I understand that, and I'm debating if we should really talk to both of them, but at this point, I think I, I'm not sure if having more people is better or picking and choosing is better. The... The shapeshifters would probably be on board very easily for you to kill one of the older of their kind, of, of the leeches. But the leeches are many. I mean, if they don't entirely seem to like those outside of their group, even if they are all leeches, as you call them. So I'm hoping if they won't at least help us, maybe they have some information about it that we can use to help, you know, take it down. 
That is not a bad plan, but you will need to try to speak to all of them at once. That is my professional advice. They, every single one of them believes that they are a castle. Then, in fact, they are just a single house. You must speak to their uh, their local leader. Hey, Brandon, didn't hey, we what? murder one of their local leaders? You murdered the local anarch leader, the Giovanni. Uh, the uh, Francesca is clear is very definitely referring to um, uh, uh, the the Camarilla vampires, which you guys have not even talked to at all. To the vampires. Right. Lenny's imagination has a way of running with him. Uh, we had a uh, museum tour, and they were the guides. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, they they had said uh, they showed they up do with a lot of. Uh, they, they do a lot of acquisitions for museums. They may have been getting statues from you to try to, like, fill out other museums nearby. Um, okay, honestly, I'm gonna have you roll me a manipulation and subterfuge roll because this is just Book. a great fucking lie. I'm gonna, Book. it's only gonna be difficult at five because why would you, why would your child ever lie to you? Um, well, I'm gonna spend a willpower because I have, I'm rolling two dice on this. You know what I just realized? We sent the two people who have no, like, social skills whatsoever, as, at least, like, point-wise, off to do something, and then we sent the two people that have- Why do I need- why do I need social roles to interact with my family? <laughs> I'll have you know that I've got four dots in charisma and a whole one in leadership. Actually, you know, I'm gonna spend a willpower and an essence to just hit this with, uh, hit this with all according to plan and roll ten dice instead of two. Okay. Just remember, don't spend another essence or else you're going to start flaring. Yeah. Or do. Or do. That'll be real interesting. Well, great way to come out to your parents. It's four successes by my count. I count six because I told you it's difficulty five because why would a child ever lie to them? Oh, right. You're right. Okay. Also because I assumed that Oliver was a good boy, so. Uh... Yeah, probably. Um, unless the, until this deviant came to his life and made him lie to his family. Hey, you said they were normal like my family. Dance motherfucker. This is so good because I can hear Christina laughing in the other room, and I'm sure that she can hear me. Anyway, uh, you you lie expertly to your family. It they hurts me a little bit on the inside. They believe that Lenny is just uh, maybe a little bit misunderstood, and uh, clearly has the clearly uh, all all of his uh, most of his points went into his physical. Most of his dots went into his physical traits and not his mental traits. But they understand. Sometimes you need you need friends who are not exactly like you. I like to think that the you didn't motherfucker was in character. Well, I hope that it was. Certainly. Uh, they believe you. They they laugh. Oh yeah, they uh they they came by here. Uh, said that they said that they had known known you guys for a little bit. That you all worked together as uh, museum tour guides. But I guess that that makes sense. You know, they were the tour guides, and you guys were just their favorite customers. You all did seem to love that museum when alumni week came by. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I worked security there for a little while. It's notable to like everyone probably that Liv is notably more agitated than he was before ever after having to lie to his family. So uh, then, L Lenny, uh, what what did you need to uh, know know about that there uh, uh, Jotun guy? Oh, I'm uh, I'm looking for not that guy, but a uh, other one, like a lowercase Jot, uh, so that they can make me my sword, the blade that goes on the hilt that I stole from the museum. Oh, oh, okay, that's uh, you're on your own with this one, bud. I wasn't you're... there for that. I'm not defending you. You stole you stole something from a museum. Yeah, the, uh, the hilt of the first sword. You know, that way we can, uh, carry out the Lord's work and fight the vampire in the subway. Oh, oh, your parents get a serious look to them. Oh, no. They look to you, Liv. Then they look to Leonard. And they just, like, almost like a practiced motion, just kind of smile and shake their head. Oh, now then, Liv, you know... You didn't have to lie to us, you know. This is your mom sets down her cup of coffee very, uh, very heavily. She she's only taken this tone with you once. Liv, I 
I just I feel so disappointed that that you would feel the need to lie to us about what that you're doing, you know, in in New York. There, you know, it's it's just it's not it's not becoming of a son to lie to his parents, especially not. We didn't raise you like that. Your dad looks to you seriously with a grim expression, the kind that even makes Oblivion shudder. He. I'm very confused, but also you're right. I shouldn't have lied to you, but also I'm very confused. Listen here, son. Me and your mother understand. When we were your age, we got into LARPing as well. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Brendan, how hard is how hard is how hard was Christina cackling? Not at all, actually. Oh, Not no. at all. Brit's cackling. I was expecting them to like I, I had different thoughts in my head about what was going to happen. Larkin wasn't one of them, surprisingly enough. Neither was I. I'm convinced that Brendan's going to just double down on them being normal, and that's okay. Liv, you didn't have to lie to us, Anima Flare. Stop that. <laughs> so, um, are you guys going to go talk to the vampires? What's the plan after Francesca? Uh, well, I assume we already talked to um, Demon Dylan before we left. He said he would help. So, we've Demon, already... Demon Fire Dylan said he would help. So, we've got Demon Dylan. We've already got the Van Zants, at least the sisters. Uh, we've got the technocracy to some degree, so I'm wondering if it'd be better to go and talk to some werewolves next, to kind of get their gauge on vampires. I think the werewolves would probably be a good option, just because if they're going to be the most likely to not want to do it because of the vampires, then we can convince them first, and then talk to them about how we're going to potentially invite other people, just like we did with Francesca. Yeah. And it's good if everybody knows who's actually on our side for this. So it's not one of those, this person showed up, clearly they're helping the enemy. No, 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 that's an ally. No! Plus, plus, I think we would have an easier time with the werewolves than we would the vampires, considering who... I am. I don't think the vampires would be very happy to see me. As that you guys are walking out, I would like Brit to give me a roll of perception and science. <laughs> I actually have a dot in science. Look at that. I assume that you did. Didn't you have uh, biology and stuff? Yes. Exactly. Looks like three successes to me. Hey. As you're walking away uh, and going uh, uh, towards the nearest park as you guys are trying to decide your next move, uh, you guys find that walking and talking is your best uh, best bet. Um, you do uh, notice something weird. There is a... You're not... Fungal studies is not your thing of... Uh, is not your best frame of reference. But there's a very weird colony of mushrooms uh, in the local park. Like ones that weren't there before? Uh, ones that weren't there before and that are uh, extraordinarily large. Huh. Do you are go they, and investigate? Are they near the spot where our one vampire friend dude, like, dissipated into the ground? Hey, you are catching on real quick there, kid. Hey, because I was about to bring up about, I was about to bring that guy up. So, yes, I'm going to go over and investigate. Okay, uh, Cass, you watch uh, Marcy go uh, over towards the park to investigate a bunch of mushrooms. That's fine. I'm going to follow her. So you see a bunch of mushrooms there. Uh, make me a perception and uh, alertness roll. Oh, I want to make that roll. <laughs> uh, if you want to make that roll, uh, I will let you uh, perception, perception and alertness. And alert. Yeah, for Brit, I'm going to say it's difficulty six because she kind of out of character kind of figured out what was going on. And for Christina, because you're kind of following after her and not so super sure what the hell she's looking at. Um, I'm going to say difficulty seven. Oof. Oh, no, I got two successes. 
and Christina got three. So the both of you kind of realize at the same time, the mushroom colony here is actually in the shape of a, of a man lying down. And Christina, you can see through just barely the kind of raccoon shape of, uh, of Peter Giuseppe, uh, the, the eye, the eye thing specifically. It looks like these mushrooms are growing out of him. Uh, he looks, uh, drained of blood. And as that you guys are closer to these things, they have a deep red color to them. Spooky. What do you guys do? Um, I'm going to look at Cass and point to the mushrooms and be like, isn't this where, uh, that Peter guy w- was like hiding out at. Yeah, that's, that's him. That's him. Like him. Pretty sure. Is he dead? Well, uh, I'll be honest. I've been trying to research vampires. I know a little bit, and I know them not having blood in them is is not a good thing. You think? <sighs> How big did you say these mushrooms were, Brendan? Weirdly big. Maybe about like three to four feet tall each. Are they like the co- the the deep red, like the color of blood? Yes. <sighs> um. Not that you. Is... Not hey hey. Not that you can tell. You're colorblind. Oh yeah, you're right. What if Marcy? I'm gonna look over at Cast. So, first of all, did I hear that? Like, did you actually say something? Like, whisper, help, Brendan. Yes, yes, I did. Okay, thank God I'm not hearing things. <laughs> I'm going to look at Marcy and then look back down at the mushrooms and then look at Marcy and then look back you down. You look at yourself? Wow. Look at Cass, look down at the mushrooms and do that like two or three more times and then be like, did you hear that? Yeah, Um. so I think these mushrooms drained him of blood, so we probably should find a way to get him out of here. Um, what if? What if we... Like, cut them down so they're no longer attached to him. So are they around him, actually attached to them? They are um, actually attached to him. Okay. so He said they were growing out of him. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm getting the visual picture correct. Basically, like, think of a chalk outline, but mushrooms. Oh, yeah, we should probably be careful... The mushrooms may or may not be sentient, because the world is weird nowadays. Marcy's going to pull out her pocket knife, and I'm going to go to the smallest one I can find, even if it is also, like, three foot. And I'm going to poke it at the base of the stem first before actually, like, cutting into it. You poke it, uh, but do not attempt to cut into it. It does not react. I'm going to poke it with the knife, like the tip of the knife. Like, kind of like... If I poke it to see if something's going to come out of it. Nothing comes out of it. Not necessarily slice it, but... Nothing comes out of it. All right. Then seeing nothing come out of it and nothing happen, I'm going to start cutting it. Okay. As you start cutting it away from the uh, prone form of Peter Giuseppe, can you please make me a perception and awareness roll difficulty nine? Oh, God. Uh... While she's doing that, can I... At what time of day is it at this point? Oh, it is definitely nighttime. Okay, I figured. That's one thing I wanted to make sure of. I'm going to kind of keep an eye out around while she's doing this. I did not botch, but I did not pass. All right. Britt, can you please roll me your stamina for soak? So it's just whatever my stamina is, that many d10s? Yep. Okay. Oof. Britt, as you cut into the mushroom... Please mark down three lethal damage as caustic acid sprays out onto the arm that was cutting the mushroom. So you would mark down three X's. You should have seven health levels, I believe, unless you took ox body technique. I did not, but I have iron skin concentration. Oh, well, that might actually help you also. So give me a second. I'll pull that up. I have it saved on my phone. Well, that did confirm that I am the squishiest. Iron skin concentration uh, fortifies her body with essence, making her skin as tough as steel. Reflexively spend one essence to activate this charm. The solar rolls stamina times two to soak all damage for the rest of the scene rather than stamina. By spending two essence to activate this charm, the solar may make soak rolls at negative two difficulty, generally meaning she rolls at difficulty four 
rather than the normal six. Okay, uh, since you can just reflexively do that, you are just allowed to spend it. I'm going to do it. Are you going to do it at one essence, or are you going to do it at two? I'm going to do it at one essence. Okay, so in that case, you're going to roll me another three dice. Because you're going to... Because you're going to double your dice pool. Okay. Okay, so technically that dice pool should have been those last 3d10. Yeah. So those ones are still going to count in there, but you do get uh-huh. to take two damage, which means you only take one lethal, which is uh, the first uh, health box for you should be marked with an X. So I'm just bruised. Correct. Now, if I took two damage, then the next X would go into hurt, right? Correct, which would then put you at a negative one die penalty. Gotcha. So I am bruised. Okay, so your parents are, well, I mean, like, let me put it this way. I'm kind of reacting to this off of the uh, the extraordinarily good subterfuge role. Like, Lenny's saying some weird shit, but Liv kind of covered it with a real good lie. Like, they're gonna believe Liv over this random guy. So after the awkward talk about LARPing that doesn't exist happens, uh, now, guys, has it been weird around here since I've left? Oh well, weird how? I mean, it has been a little bit quieter with you not playing all the all the video all the video games and everything. Oh, was, was Liv a gamer nerd? I don't know. I assume that I assume that someone was. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm gonna imagine that Liv has always liked has always liked very loud music, even like even with his like sunny disposition before he was always still into like metal. Uh, you know, anything like. I knew you guys like it, like it out here because of the quiet, but like, has it been, like, it's hard to put into words. Has anything been, like, wrong? Any bad vibes? Well, now I'll be honest with you, not really, no. It's been actually uh, pretty perfectly normal out here in Disco, Wisconsin, eh? Yeah. I mean, besides your, uh, besides your three friends in their, in their Civic showing up, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about the weirdest thing that we had, you know. They, they paid good money for, uh, for your father there to, uh, to, to make uh, make a couple uh, wax sculptures for him, though. About ten, actually. What, what were they of? Oh, just people. No one in particular. They just said they needed people. Were they doing anything? Well, I mean, they were being sculptures. Can you be any more descriptive? They were very normal-looking people. Men and women, about average height. The, the guy said to just get them as average as you possibly could. Oh, Pa, that reminds me. I, this is a bit of an odd question. But do you have any, like, statues that you started working on but didn't quite finish, didn't quite come to completion? I could use a few of them for, yeah. It's hard to say what I need them for, but I would like them if you have them. Is it is it for your LARPing? Would it be easier to understand if I told you yes? Well, yeah, no, me and, me and your mother totally understand that. We definitely, like... You gotta understand that when the, we did the LARPing, we did it to win. So uh, if you're if you're trying to win, son, we'll help Are you, you win. Winning, son? We'll help you win, son. <laughs> uh, then, then sure. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Pa. All right, then. Uh, so, uh, so what all do you need, then? Well, we have a really, really big battle coming up. So as many as you can spare. All right, then. Uh, yeah, just follow me. Uh, Give me an aneurysm. He leads you down to uh, leads you down to the basement. The basement of this building of the house is much larger than the uh, than the actual house itself. There are many statues here. Some of them half made. Some of them uh, things that have been forgotten that uh, just did not go through with the project. While we're walking through, is there any statue that's like notable or odd or like makes me double take? Like um, naturally, there's gonna be a lot of strange shit, but anything that like does not belong here um like as far as strange stuff goes like eh, like it's your dad he does uh he does wax sculptures for uh for like everywhere around the world he's like the the foremost artist of it 
Weird is a very malleable term in this in this uh, in this situation. How much does it freak out, Lenny? How much does it freak out, Lenny? You know, Lenny is completely not comfortable at all. He's not screaming, but after Jason, it's more unnerved than it is uh, terrified. Lenny, okay. if you want, if you want, you can go wait up with Ma. She might make you uh, some brick cheese if you ask nice. Uh, Tyler, can you give me a one, a single 1d10 roll? Sure. I have a couple tabs open and I want to see which tab that this is going to, uh, to consist with. Oh no. Oh no. All right. Cowabunga it is. Cowabungitis. Oh man, that's also super tempting. I didn't have a tab for that open, but that's super tempting also. Okay, I'm gonna give you a choice here. You can either go... With what's behind door number the one, or you can go behind door number Calabungitis. Which one would you prefer? I'm honestly like, I'll tell you what I'll tell I'll tell you what is behind both after you give me a decision. You know me, man. I'm always infected with Calabungitis. You cut into this thing and it sprays acid on you. You weren't expecting that. Obviously. Which is why that I had you make a, instead of making like a dodge roll or anything, like basically your perception, like I had to see if you got it or not. Um, this thing reflexively sprayed acid at you, which did like scar up your your arm. But you know with your exalted healing that in a day or that in a few hours, actually, that'll be completely healed. Uh, you have seen Leonard come back from having his guts yanked out of his body yeah and when it uh when it sprays on uh sprays out i'm gonna like instinctively like drop the knife and like jump back and basically i'm gonna end up falling on my ass just falling backwards to get away from it and just kind of like staring at my hand with a look of like pain on my face just be like ow fuck what what happened uh don't cut the mushroom that it like it burned me it burned you? Um, uh, Christina, you can clearly see that the blood that did not spray onto Marcy is eating through the grass around it, uh, and is quickly losing. It, it's doing that kind of acidic hiss. Okay. Uh, is the mushroom still, like, splurting? Is it dripping, oozing? Uh, it was oozing for a little bit, but it is more or less, it looks like it has distended and is dead now. Peter? Uh, please help. Okay, we want to. We just have to know what the hell this is. Rounds. Poison. Waited for you guys. Said you'd come back to the safe house. Poison got me. Okay, um... What, what will help you? Take them off me. Need blood. Sorry to ask. Hey, Marcy. You're a... You're a beacon of... of Sunny energy, right? Yes. Um... Hmm. No, Um, never mind. I'm more worried about killing Peter if we try that. Um... To put it this way for you, in case you guys were thinking of a certain thing, these mushrooms, uh, as you touch them, Marcy, because you got close enough, you can tell that... They are absorbing all kinds of blood by just touch. So you can assume that every part of the mushroom is a mouth. There's a real easy way for you to uh, take this out without actually hurting uh, the vampire underneath. Clearly it's the Stygian plague. (laughs) Why are you so upset with something that's going to nuke the world, Christina? Because maybe I don't like the world anymore. If there's no world, we don't have to save it. Maybe I was the villain all along. <laughs> Fuck. So, after I cut that one and it, like, drained out, it, like, died? Like, that mushroom that I dealt with is gone? So the mushroom that you dealt with is gone. Okay. What if... And please tell me, Cass, if this idea is dumb. But what if... We take... A good amount of steps back... 
and play target practice with our guns or fingers. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you and I were thinking the same thing on this level. Did it seem, Brendan, like the acid that spilled onto the ground hurt Peter at all? It did not. Okay. So, Cass, do you want to do the honors of the first shot? I mean, it tried to wound you. I feel like retaliation is only uh, reasonable. Fair. Fair. I want to I wanna point out that uh, Marcy is about to start shooting off a gun in the middle of a New York park. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> As to why, uh, uh no, I that's let fair. Her go first. <laughs> that's fair. That's entirely fair. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna finger gun because I assume my finger gun does not make any noise. If it does, it's a very tiny pew, pew, pew. You can also shoot acorns through your bow and like little weapons. Yeah, I know. It's just, I don't want to accidentally like shoot something I shouldn't. Makes sense. So, so I'm, I'm uh, gonna sit back here well away from the spray zone and watch you do work. I'm gonna light up my fingers and pew-pew these mushrooms. Alright, yeah, if you could give me a uh, dex and firearms roll. Pew-pew, motherfucker. Ooh! That's a a nice roll. That's a a real nice roll. Holy shit, that is a nice roll. That's what? If we're going off of six as the base, that's Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you, uh, you take a moment, line up your sights, and then in a classic Willem Dafoe move, you go to your knees and start yelling about how there was a firefight and then start puking out. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend, for Marcy. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I imagine one of your, like, some of your shots, like where you got the tens. Like, you went to shoot one and took out a second one and went right through. And I have ambidextrous, so I can literally, like, double barrel... Well, double gun this. I shouldn't really say double barrel, but... Finger guns to the extreme. I also want to point out that the boys just had to go to Wisconsin and deal with, you know, wax sculptures and awkward conversations. And we have to deal with awkward conversations and blood mushrooms. So as that you do that, um, all of them, ex- uh, the rest of them explode in a cloud of uh, blood that does not singe the person that was hosting it. Um, and Peter kind of crawls along and kind of laps up the blood that at one point was acidic, but due to certain things is not to him. Like, you know, considering what kind of vampire he is. He looks better, but he's not okay. He sits crisscross applesauce and looks to you all. Hey, nice to see you all again. It's been what, three months? A year? Uh, the months probably sounds more likely. I'll say I don't think it was that long. It has actually been that long. You guys oh. talked to him in September, and then you guys told him to go to a safe house and that you would find him, and then you all never found him. Well, we said we'd find him when we would need him. We need him now. He assumed that there was a fucking gang war going on. There's about to be a gang going against Zanisi. <laughs> to be fair, you guys were going up against a Generation 5 vampire that scared the absolute living shit out of him. Yeah, it was a gang grill war. Right, so ah. anyway, um, he looks between the both of you and he looks to Cass and he goes, Can I get some sip? Uh, yeah, but let's not be out in the middle of all this. Yeah, okay. appreciate that. He stands up very tiredly. It looks like he's been fighting something in his head for a while, but you, okay? you guys... No, I'm not okay. I went into the ground and then something grabbed me. Was it a giant uh, creature that you know tried to absorb your flesh? Yeah, more or less. I had to fight it off. Does the name Zemisi ring a bell? That's the clan from the old country, Transylvania. They made the whole uh, Dracula thing. That's them. He's so tired that he's just giving away vampiric secrets. I'm Marcy's gonna help. Like, Marcy's gonna help, like carry him to wherever we're going. You guys go to an alleyway. I assume that Ka- that Cass offers her wrist. It's more of a. I'm gonna like cut it and drip 
I'm not okay. letting them bite from hey, me. That's a good call, considering that you saw what happened when the, the, he bit other people that like directly. Yeah. So no, he's not biting directly. I'm gonna like pull out a pocket knife and just across like the meat of uh, my hand, very carefully cut it. He gets he gets enough to restore like two blood points and become like a coherent human being again. Yeah, but the whole time we're it, we're walking him over to the shadows, I'm gonna like try to subtly milk him for vampire information since he's clearly like in a daze and giving it out. Okay, I will give you two more questions since he literally just informed you that, like, Zamisi is the name of an entire vampire clan, which you did not know before. You just knew that that was the name of the thing. Okay, um, two more questions. Okay. Or Marcy can ask a question, or, uh, you know what? Tell you what. Yeah, Britt, go ahead and ask a question. Tell you what, I will give you guys, I'll give you guys four questions, but each of you only gets two. That's fine. Hmm. Your dad opens up a uh, opens up a large door, like almost like a uh, like a metal, not like a metal swinging door or anything, but it's like it, it is a heavier door than anything else. And he's just like, well, now then we've had to keep these in preservation because, uh, you know, the technology just wasn't right for the movie. People said that it looked real fucking weird when that it was going on. But uh, are, have you seen that there uh, that there Avengers game, the the Avengers, the ending games? Oh, the, the game of the end. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. Well, you know, about 20 years ago, uh, 20 years before that, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise was really popping off, yeah? You motherfucker. So we were going to do the end game, but the turtles, but we didn't have the good CGIs at the time, like you kids do now. So we had to do animatronics. And he opens oh. up and he opens up a door that reveals about... <laughs> 60 animatronic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle wax sculptures. <laughs> that was not even... <laughs> it is indeed. Literally. <laughs> Brit's distress. <laughs> I kind of want to... Cody, should we should we storm this, this flesh monster with animatronic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ghosts? I don't know why that was a question mark on the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Britt will remember this. <laughs> Do you want to know what would have happened if you had picked uh, option the one? Yeah. Are you familiar with the movie The One by Jet with Jet Li? Vaguely. <laughs> Where it's just Jet Li fighting Jet Li constantly for oh, dominance shit. through the multiverse. An army of Jet Li's? Yes, it would have been an army of Jet Li's. Shit. <laughs> You can't, okay, but you can't get more topical than animatronic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in New York. I picked the right choice. You did pick the right choice. You know, I think these would be perfect. Okay then, son, you just, uh, you just tell us when to, when to ship them out, and we will, uh, make sure that they're in place for your, uh, for your warp maybe, brigade. Uh, maybe around February? Oh yeah, yeah, you just tell us when it needs to go. Basically, once you guys, uh, get together and, uh, actually figure out the actual date, you know, you can tell your parents. I'll let you know. Now I'm going to do one more look around for anything that not even about wax sculptures is out of the ordinary down here. I guess I'll roll perception. Uh, perception and alertness, I believe, would be it. Ah, yes. This is another one of my stats that's dog shit. Here we go. But also excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, when that you have fewer dice, the, uh, the, the chances of success are actually increased. Fair. So yeah, so that's two successes on perception and alertness to find something out of place. Yeah, um... You do find something that's out of place. Um, do you remember those little uh, gems that uh, that Jotun had you guys steal? Yeah. Yeah, one of them's here. Were they just gems or were they something important? Oh, they are definitely something important. Aren't they what makes uh, alchemicals? They are. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm going to stop and look at those. Hey, uh, or that that one. Hey, uh, hey, Pa, what, what's that over there? Oh, that that that's uh that's payment from uh from that there uh that guy who uh who wanted the the ten wax sculptures. He said that uh that I know what to do with it when the time was right. Uh, Cody, can you please give me a perception and alertness roll? Yeah. Uh, difficulty five because you know where to look this time. 
I'm sure that this is a thing that a normal mortal should not have. Cody, or- you recognize the substance in that gem uh, uh, as being inert. Uh, basically, the housing around it has been lost, uh, so the actual exaltation of it uh, d- does not work, basically, for lack of a better word. But the material of it is most certainly auricalcum. Ooh. Oh, hey, that's that's one of those things I need for my sword. Oh, do you need that for, for your sword? That's Oh, is that like one of the mystical pieces of the five rings that you need to, to assemble to get the, the big sword? Yeah. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the Voltron pieces. I love how much uh, I, lo- I love how much both of Lyft's parents are just max- masters of approximation. <laughs> they have approximate knowledge of many things. Oh well, uh, well then if that's the uh, if that's the case. You know, I'm we weren't really using it for anything. We really didn't know what to do with it. Uh, if you want it, uh, since you've been a real good friend to live, and you know, he kind of leans in and like half whispers to you. Got got him to admit to us that uh that that he's doing the LARPing. Uh, you can have it. Well, I can't just take it from you. God damn it! If you do the three, this is Wisconsin. It doesn't apply here. <laughs> but this is good old. Southern he has to barter. He has to. He has to. White he has to barter sound. by. He, he has to barter by way of cheese. It's not how Wisconsin works. I'm fairly sure. Cody, isn't it how Wisconsin works? <laughs> Wisconsin, it's illegal to sell milk to people, so they sell you mason jars and then fill it with milk. Is that really how that works? Hundred percent. What the fuck? The more Why you know. Why? That's so weird. Who hurt you, Wisconsin? Well, probably the dairy industry. Yeah, it's it's big dairy. Like you can't sell milk from a personal farm because you got to have all the FDA regulations that big dairy can actually afford to have. So they sell the mason jars and then give you a free refill on him. Okay, well, um, he just kind of looks at you and he goes, no, 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 I insist. You take this. No no take backsies. I don't want it. I want you guys to win this LARP competition. You guys could become like the next, uh, the next Mr. Uh, the next, uh, the next Mr. LARP Americas. Well, uh, how about we come to a He deal pushes then? it. He pushes it into your hands, Leonard, with a strength that this small man should not be able to muster. Mr. LARP America. Okay. I'm so well, confused. In, in that case, let me model for your wet for one of your wax sculptures of Mr. LARP America. I thought you were going to say let me model for your wedding and I got very confused. And that's how I'll pay you for the gym. Well, well, okay, if you're short, are you sure you boys don't have other places to be? I mean, we've got a we've got a few days. Uh, I wanted to talk to Ma about something I've been working on the side anyway. Oh, well, okay. Hey, uh, real quick, Pa, uh, while I'm thinking about it, uh, my mind is just wandering. What did you guys do when you were back in the day? know out of like do we find out what clan he was from is he from the giovannis or is he from a different clan he's from a different clan you did not find out what his clan was called okay then marcy's question to him would be so you speak of them like you're not one of them you're uh what clan are you in sire called it gangrel said something about being the beast clan (sighs) that literally went to another question but i'm gonna let no go ahead go ahead my the only other question, uh, the, the question that would be follow-up to that would be, oh, so that's why you look like this and just gesture to, like, his raccoon features. Yeah, anytime we fall to the beast, we get a new feature. People think that we bred with werewolves long ago, but it's just, it's just the curse. Oh, so I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I was hoping we were going to take a little bit longer. <laughs> well, so... When he says fall to the beast, does it sound like he means, like, dying to a beast? Or does, no. it, does it sound like he means something else? Uh, when he says the beast, your the intonation is a capital the capital beast. Okay. Like, it's a concept. Like, it's something that he battles with internally. Gotcha. Do these Zamisi um, have any weakness compared to the rest of the vampire groups? have to sleep in the soil of their homeland. 
Only way they can the only way they can get a night get a good night's rest. Soil of their homeland. Shoot. I had one and I lost it. Shoot. Um If you can't think of one, I will give you one for free. Not for free, but like I'll give you one that he kind of answers in his stupor that you might enjoy. Sure, I'll go with that. I had a I had a pretty decent one and then brain just went, nope, screw you. What's today? How long have I been out? It is, uh, it's the 27th of December. Insert date here. Cool. Still have time. Elysium is on New Year's Eve. 77th floor of the One World Trade Center. Have to go in, introduce myself to the prince. Been working for the Anarch so long. And then the Sabat came in and bombed El Posto once you all killed Giovanni. Gotta pick a side. Camarillo works at the top. Sabat's a bunch of crazy people. Don't need to be with crazy people anymore. And then you guys get him into the alleyway and feed him. He's a little bit more lucid now that he's been fed. He looks to you all with a smile that it looks genuine despite his raccoon appearance. So hey kids, what can I what can what can uh what can Peter fucking do for you? Well, first of all, um glad to see you're a lot more chipper. Yeah, well, y'all help me out there, so I really do appreciate it. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's what friends are for. Yeah, well, I mean, I did kind of... I didn't really explain my situation to y'all. I kind of, you know, dip. So I kind of I get that you didn't come back and uh, and knock it old Peter Giuseppe's tree. You know, I get it. It fucking happens. So anyway, uh, I appreciate the uh, the blood there. And uh, I got to go and get me a, get me a suit because I, I got a party to go meet at for, for New Year's. Got to bring in 2021 just right. Uh, is there anything else I can help y'all with before I go uh, go over to my tailor? What kind of party are you going to? Yeah, I got a, I got a little party to go to that's, uh, that's a little... Uh, Little, little, little convention for for my type. We gotta, we gotta get there. I had another party to go to. I got invited to, but uh, you know, I don't know that really my type. They kind of, they kind of run like the Giovanni. They, they're not cool. They're a little rough, a little rough around the edges. So who's who's party? Marcy's gonna look like genuinely interested, like she'd like want to go because parties. Uh, you know, uh, which party did you wanna? Which party did you wanna know about? Probably the one that you're more interested in, because if you're not interested in a party, it's probably not going to be that fun for me. Right. So uh, the the part the party that I'm going to, you know what? I'll you, you guys are cool. You guys are cool, right? Like you guys are friends of the friends of the Night Society, right? Would when we you, have helped you if we weren't? You know what? Uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, the big party that uh, Prince Olivia Jameson's hosting. Prince. Olivia Jameson? Jameson? Yes. What's, uh... She's the, uh... She's the prince of the city, you know? The the, the ruler of the Night Society. Huh. Where's the, the party at? And, and, like, can anybody go, or do you have to get an invite? Well, you gotta be part of the Night Society to go, but, uh... I don't know, maybe... I mean, if you wanted to come, I guess we could take you, but you'd have to, like, pretend to be my ghoul or something. I'm going to look at Marcy to see what... You're going to look at yourself? You're going to look at yourself. <laughs> I am i don't know what's wrong with me. I'm going to look at Cass and uh, kind of give her that, like, what do you think look. Oh, I know the name. I know Olivia Jamison. Real rich lady. Redhead. Right? Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, let's just say I, I know of her. I don't know her yeah, personally. Yeah. She, she She's a... Uh... She's the blue blood that runs uh, that runs Brooklyn. Yeah, the other society I got invited to is at the uh, the new building that uh, at the new building that they're building on uh, Del Posto over over the ruins of Del Posto. That sounds interesting. I mean, you say that, but it's uh, it's part it, it, you know it's taking place at a big hotel chain. Eh, I hear I hear hotels aren't as craft uh, great as they you know seem. I don't know. I don't know. You ever been to a Brightness Landing Hotel? <laughs> you know, Britt laughs and I, like, scream. <laughs> I laugh because I get the references. And I just scream. I get, I get them for once. What do you think, Cass? You wanna, you wanna crash a party? 
you know, which, you know, uh, you know which, party, which party do you uh, like? Because you guys are the player characters here. It's not. It's not Peter. Oh, I, 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 knowing what I know about brightness, I don't want to deal with that shit. Okay, okay. You don't. You don't want to deal with Mister Brightness. No, Christina does not want to deal with Mister Brightness. But do we want to deal with the vampires that are like the Giovannis? Like, do we really want to deal with jerks like that right away? Didn't he say he was going to the party that wasn't for the ones that were like the Giovannis? Exactly, which is the brightness party. No, no, right? that's, no. that's the, the... Oh. Yeah. Never mind. So, no, let's not do the brightness one then. Yeah. I'm much, much more okay with that. I want to go to the one that he's going to. Okay. Yeah, so in that uh, case... and I can dress up and probably uh, get in. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. We'll uh, we'll meet you there on uh, New Year's Eve. Okay. That's when the so, party is. So wait, how how are we getting in? You said something about being a ghoul. So uh, you well, if uh, if your buddy here, he he points a cast, can dress up like uh, like one of us or whatever, you know, if she if she can pass security, then that's cool, and you can just like pretend to be her uh, her, her her gal pal. It, it still her, her, might be good to meet up with you there. That way, I have a little bit of credentials having another oh, yeah, person there. Because I can look the part, but I don't know how well I can act the part. Like, if there's any characteristics between the different groups that I need to be aware of, if I'm going to look different. We can figure it out. Uh, we can definitely figure it out in the next couple days. Hey guys, Brendan here. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. If you enjoyed what you heard, give us a follow on your podcatcher of choice. Leave us a like, a review, or uh, just give us a comment if you can. Uh, The feedback always helps us make the shows better. We'd like to thank Raphael Crux for this season's theme song, Epic Blockbuster 2. Other music in this episode was provided by Alexander Nakarada, Komiku, Orchestralis, Art of Escapism, Ask Again, Jazar, and Kevin McLeod. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so on Twitter at a pair of dice lost or through email at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. And for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt die.